0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Just Sports Podcast where we only talk sports. I'm your host, Will Gardner. I'm excited. I went to rehab and now I'm fired up again and I'm ready to bring the smoke and heat. That, that old bloke needs to retire, dude. He's getting kind of Thank you. I am blessed to be on this podcast. Welcome to the Just Sports Podcast. Hello everybody, welcome to the Just Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Will Garner, and today we are back with episode 49. We are on the doorstep of episode 50, which is absolutely crazy, but we're not quite there yet. One step at a time, it is episode 49 today. Unfortunately, it's just me today. I mean, not really unfortunately, because you know, you get you get more of me, which is always always great. But I, I I don't have big country to you know bounce off ideas and argue with. It's always fun. If you didn't go listen to episode forty eight right now, because we got into a heated argument with big country. Big country was just you know just spitting out you know offend you know words and. Phrases. He was very, very angry. I mean, very, very angry. So make sure you go check that out. It's always fun when we have big country on the show. No Jack Bardis today. He was also on the show last week. He's kind of on the side, you know, just kind of putting fuel into the fire for big country. So I always enjoy being with those two guys, but it's just me today. So I'm going to do the best of my ability to give you guys a good show today. It is going to be a little shorter, a little, you know, short and sweet little episode for you guys today. So. I won't waste too much time with the intro. We're just gonna jump right into it with our new segment. Miami. All right, no, I will start I will start from the beginning of the week. May I say? Maryland fires long time, well not long time, but basketball head coach Mark Turgeon, who did experience some success there back in the, I wanna say, you know, 2017, 2016, 2018 team uh, years. This was a, you know, consistent top 10 team in the country in Maryland. They never quite made it all the way. In March Madness, but they were a very, very good team nonetheless. Quinn Ewers, the number one ranked player in his recruiting class, he's a freshman this year. So it would have been last year's recruiting class is transferring from the Ohio State. Obviously, CJ Stroud really stepped up. CJ Stroud really stepped up this season. Uh, he's one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch. I think I see a little bit of Justin Fields in him. Obviously, I don't believe he's as good as Justin Fields. But I do see similarities in their gameplay, game style between those two. So Quinn was the backup for Ohio State, and he's now transferring. Where will he go is the big question. Maybe, uh, well, maybe, well, let's, think, let's think this through a little bit. Court, You know, Desmond Ritter is going to be leaving Cincinnati. Maybe he goes there. Their college football playoff team, maybe, maybe. We don't know. You know. Pittsburgh is losing Kenny Pickett, but I don't see him going to Pittsburgh. Other teams that are losing their quarterbacks: Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. I like. I do like that. I think Spencer Rattler would probably be more likely to go to Ole Miss than Quinn. Obviously, Ole Miss is losing Matt Corral entering the NFL Draft. How about the Michigan State Spartans? Tuck coming. He's been going strong. He's just got two huge. I mean huge big name linebackers from the transfer portal one from Mississippi State one from UNLV both these guys are top tier linebackers they're both the best linebackers on their squads one from the SEC one from the Mountain West that's huge for this defense that was really not super great this year that's absolutely huge for Mel Tucker also got transfer running back from Wisconsin to replace K9 who we assume is going to the draft he hasn't officially announced it but we're going to go ahead and assume that he's leaving so Mel Tucker making some moves. Maybe he makes a move to get Quinn. I, I really don't see that happening because we have Peyton Thorne. He's only a sophomore. He's going to be here next year, guaranteed. And I think if he grows and becomes a smarter player, he can be really dynamic. He's a two-way player. You know, he's got great prowess and great awareness as a runner, and he can be a skilled passer at time. You know, sometimes it is very evident that he was his first year starting. You know, he made a couple big-time mistakes. But, the, you know, we'll be able to clear those up as time goes on. Utah wins the Pac-12 championship. They beat Oregon for the second time this season. Just absolutely embarrassing from the Ducks. Really, I know this is hard to say because you can't really say this about any professional team, I feel, you know, but they, they truly did look unmotivated and they did not look like they wanted to be out on that field, and Utah took full advantage. So credit to Utah, who will be playing Ohio State in the Rose Bowl, which is a game I'm very excited to watch. Baylor wins the Big 12 championship. What a game! I mean, just absolutely heartbreaking for Oklahoma State. I mean, dove for the pylon was you know maybe six, seven inches too short from that pylon and winning the game-winning touchdown on the last play of the game. But Baylor, very impressed with that win. They will be playing Ole Miss. Not sure what bowl it is, but I know they'll be playing Ole Miss in one of the bowl games. Big Ben Roethlisberger from my Pittsburgh Steelers is set to retire after the season. Obviously as a Steelers fan, I'm sad to see him go, but I think it's for the best. He's definitely not the caliber. You know, he's not a great quarterback anymore. He's not bad, but he's not a great quarterback anymore. So it's going to be good, you know, send him off. Hopefully they can have a successful end of the season, make to the playoffs, maybe make a run, send him off right. uh, Cause he's been just so good for that franchise. Cincinnati wins the American Athletic Conference Championship over Houston. They dominated that football game and punched their ticket to the college football playoff as the four-seed where they will play the Alabama Crimson Tide. Roll Tide, yes. Speaking of the Tide, Alabama wins the SEC Championship. They beat Georgia. I mean, just... uh, I would say embarrassing loss for the Georgia Bulldogs, no doubt. Uh, You know, it was rough. Alabama played their best game of the entire season because they had to, and they did. So credit to Nick Saban. He always comes up big in those big-time games. Alabama is the one seed yet again for the college football playoff. Michigan wins their first-ever Big Ten championship over Iowa. Wasn't really difficult for Michigan because Iowa played so incredibly bad. Uh, I do have to give a little credit to the Wolverines because they played well. They will now take on Georgia in the college football playoff, which is also their first time making the college football playoff. Pittsburgh wins the ACC championship. Kenny Pickett. My man, I think he should be the Heisman. I know Bryce Young's going to win it, but in my heart, I think Kenny Pickett deserves it, and I want him to win it. But. I don't believe he will, unfortunately. The college football playoff, like I mentioned, has been released. You have the. Well, okay, here we go. Here we go. Here's the college football playoff. You have the one seed, the Alabama Crimson Tide, Roll Tide, Bryce Young, Will Anderson, John Mechie, Nick Saban. They've been here before and they're ready to. Dominate yet again at the two seed. You have the victors from Ann Arbor, the Michigan Wolverines, led by Jim Harbaugh. What a revenge season for the Wolverines this season! Back in the well, not back in the college football playoff, making their first ever college football playoff. They are a team on a mission. They're a tough, gritty football team. Asan Haskins, Blake Corum, Aiden Hutchinson, and David Ojabo make up this squad at the three seed you have the georgia bulldogs who fell just short of the sec championship but today you had an undefeated regular season with the best defense in all of college football led by big man jordan davis you have stetson bennett and george pickett on that team as well and the four seed the first ever non-Power 5 team to make it into the college football playoff. It's the Cincinnati Bearcats, led by Desmond Ritter. This squad, coached by Luke Fickle, takes nothing for granted. They go out and play every snap like it's their last, and they are determined to prove that they are not just there for fun. They are there on a business trip they hope to take care of business against Alabama. The Lions <laughs> won their first game of the season. It only took them 11 games, but they got it done, beating the Minnesota Vikings at home on a last-second pass from Jared Goff to Amon Ra, St. Brown. It's a thing of beauty. It brings a tear to my eye to see the Lions finally win the game. Dan Campbell, very happy that he won a game. Very excited. Maybe he starts to get things rolling a little bit in Detroit. You never know. You never know. The Oklahoma Sooners recently lost Lincoln Lincoln Riley. But they come right back and they hire Brent Venable from Clemson. Smart hire, stupid hire. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. I don't really have... Any strong opinions about this? Well, we'll just have to see. And probably the most significant news I have to give you guys is the U Miami hires Mario Crystal Ball from Oregon. I have some strong opinions on this one, so I'll give those to you in a second. I don't want to, you know, give away the whole show in the first ten minutes, but that will be coming. I have a new segment for you guys. Since it's just me, you know, I thought, well, why not break out a brand new segment? So that's exactly what I will do. The new segment. It's called it's it's cleverly named. Cleverly named. It is called Wilbur. Who who's me? I'm Wilbur. That's my nickname. You know, I'm Will Gardner's Wilbur. Charlie Grace is Big Country. And we don't really have a name for nickname for Jack Bardis. He's just he's just Jack B, I guess. This segment is called Wilbur's Squabble of the Week. Now, for you listeners who are, you know, maybe literacy, you know, challenged or, you know, don't have a strong grasp, you know, of, of, you know, literature. Squabble is a synonym for debate, argument, you know, confrontation, if I will say. So basically each week i'm going to come up with a you know a hot topic a hot question a hot debate from the previous week in sports It could be nhl it could be college basketball college football nhl nfl nba mlb it doesn't matter it could it could be non related to any of these things it could just be a random debate that i feel like doing and we're going to debate about it because i know every, everybody loves listening to a debate I, I mean i love listening to debates they're super interesting uh, since it's just me today, it won't really be a debate. It'll just be me stating my opinion. But Big Country, if you know Big Country, he gets really riled up sometimes when he, and he he's a man of really strong opinions. So this could be a very interesting segment in the oncoming weeks. So for the first time ever, I bring you Wilbur's squabble of the week, and the question this week. It's actually two questions embedded in one. Should Aiden Hutchinson, edge rusher from the Michigan Wolverines, should Aiden Hutchinson be a Heisman finalist? Aiden was recently nominated as a Heisman finalist after his very good season for Michigan. He was nominated alongside Kenny Pickett, Bryce Young, and CJ Stroud. And if not him... Who should be that fourth guy nominated? I present to you my case. And the verdict is Aiden Hutchinson should not be a Heisman finalist. There you have it. I like Bryce Young, and I like Kenny Pickett, and I like C.J. Stroud. I think those three are Heisman candidates. Now listen to me. Aiden Hutchinson has been phenomenal all season. He has 14 sacks on 33 tackles. He's come up big in the big games. First Michigan State, he had one sack. Penn State, three sacks. Ohio State, three sacks as well. He gets it done. However, he has four games on the season with zero sacks. He has seven games on the season with four less tackles. So essentially, I yeah, now, yeah, now I know edge rushers can have an impact more than, you know, that you don't see on the stat sheet. They get pressures, I realize that. But to be a Heisman, we don't care about the impact you don't make on the stat sheet. That's like saying, C.J. Stroud hands the ball off very well to Travion Henderson. No one cares. We don't care. To be a Heisman, you need to have the sacks. You need to have the tackles, the interceptions. You need the touchdowns. If you're a defensive player, I think the only way a defensive player wins a Heisman is if he has a touchdown. Or multiple, like Jabril Peppers, who didn't win it, but he was in there. Desmond Howard, you need to be like a two-way player, I guess I could say. I just don't see that from Aiden Hutchinson. And sure, he came up big. He had Heisman moments, no doubt. No doubt about that. We know he had Heisman moments. But, I mean, four games with zero sacks, I don't know what to say. I don't know. And there's another guy, there's another edge rusher who maybe deserved it more. I I don't think he did, but a lot of people are arguing that he did. So I will bring this up for you guys. His name's Will Anderson. He he shares a, he has a very good first name, very nice. Will Anderson from Alabama, fifteen and a half sacks, fifty two tackles. So he had one and a half more sacks than Aiden Hutchinson, and nineteen more tackles. So it would appear he had a more, you know, bigger impact on the game. Maybe not. Not so fast, Grasshopper. Maybe not. Will Anderson, three games with zero sacks. So he had one less game with zero sacks than Aiden Hutchinson. In Alabama's biggest game of the season, biggest games of the season. You know, we're going to categorize these games: Ole Miss, Texas AM, and Georgia. Those were their three, to me, those were their three biggest games of the season. Against Ole Miss. One sack on nine tackles. That's a solid performance. That's a solid performance. In their loss versus A&M, zero sacks. In versus Georgia, he did come up with one sack. So I'm not saying he was extremely non-existent in these big games. However, he did not ball out, as we may say, as he did as Aiden Hutchinson did in their big games. Will Anderson, two games under four sacks. So five less games than Hodginson under under four tackles. Sorry, four tackles. But I'm not saying Will Anderson should be the other Heisman. Five, oh, excuse me. No, the guy I think should deserves it more than Aiden Hodginson is Kenneth Walker. K9 from the best school in the country, Michigan State, playing for the best coach in the country, Mel Tucker. Kenneth Walker. 1,600 rushing yards on 18 touchdowns. Now, the last running back to win the Heisman K was by the name of Derrick Henry, who we know is just out of his mind, crazy good. In his Heisman season at Alabama, 2,200 rushing yards for 28 touchdowns. Obviously, that is a much better season than K-9. Obviously, Derrick Henry had a much better offensive line than K-9 did. And... Well, yeah, that's about it. Derrick Henry had such a much better offensive line than K nine. Michigan State's offensive line is nothing to brag and boast about. Okay, it's not that great. I mean, I'm a Michigan State fan, and I will say it's not a good offensive line. To K- for K nine to do that was extremely impressive. He's easily the best running back in the country, and people are giving him way too much hate for one bad game. Against Ohio State. Where he was banged up. And for whatever reason, Mel Tucker decided not to use him. I don't know why. Not really my decision. I mean, I I don't know why in your biggest game of the season you wouldn't use him. Maybe he was banged up. Kenneth Walker. Three games under 80 rushing yards. However. Eight games of his season he was over 100 rushing yards and he had two games over 200 yards now let's talk about the big games cuz you got to perform in the big games right versus Miami Florida at Miami 172 rushing yards versus Michigan their hated rivals 197 yards and 5 touchdowns Versus Ohio State. This was his one bad game of the season. 25 rushing yards on only six carries. And then versus Penn State in their last game of the season, who is a very good defense. 138 rushing yards and one touchdown. Yes, he received a lot of hate in that one bad game versus Ohio State. Knocked him out of the Heisman you know, finalist group, I said. I don't think that's fair. I think K-9 had a better season than Aiden Hutchinson. K-9 did more with less than Aiden Hutchinson did. A- Aiden Hutchinson is in one of the top defenses in the league, and he has David Ajabo right next to him drawing attention as well. K-9 should have been the fourth Heisman candidate. I'm not saying K-9 should have won the Heisman. Where did I say that? I didn't say that. Michigan fans, don't put that word into my mouth. I did not say that. But I'm saying K-9. Should have been it. Should have been an over 800 and I rest my case. We're going to move on to our last segment of the day here. It's Bum of the Week. If you remember last week, our Bum, our collective JSP Bum of the Week was Brian Kelly and Charlie went on a rant. And you we, we love to see it. We love to see the passion my radio teacher calls it PEG. Pas- passion, energy, game. Big Country brought his PEG last week. My bum of the week for the week of December whoa, 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 December 6th. The week of December 6th. My bum is Mario Cristobal, the little snake. From Oregon, now in Miami. Listen here. Mario Cristobal comes to Oregon. Builds that team up. Has Justin Herbert. Wins two consecutive Pac-12 championships. Dominating recruiting on the West Coast. Can essentially get any player he wants from the West Coast and has the ability to recruit elsewhere. Oregon, top, you know, top program in the Pac-12 at the moment. I mean, Oregon, drip, Nike, Phil Knight went there. You get all the sponsorships with Nike. It's a sweet job. Great atmosphere at Austin Stadium as well. And you play in big games. You played Ohio State this year, and you won. Decides to go to Miami, Florida. I understand he has ties to the school. It's his hometown. That's great. And from a moral standpoint, you know, from a personal standpoint, I understand why he went there. But from a business standpoint, I think he is stupid. I think he's stupid for going there. Miami is a program living in the past, and they will live in the past for at least 10 years. More, maybe more. They cannot get over their glory days and they cannot look forward. They are a poverty program in college football at the moment. They don't even have their own stadium. They play in Hard Rock Stadium off campus. So no college students go to their game. It's a terrible atmosphere. And you're battling for recruits with The likes of Florida, like LSU, Bama, Ole Miss getting into the mix. Clemson's down there as well. Those are the teams you're battling for recruits with. And nobody is going to choose Miami over those schools. Nobody with their right mind. Mario Cristobal might have just ruined his career. I think if he stays at Oregon, he's building something. I think they are... They dominate the Pac-12 for at least five more years, maybe more. Maybe they even sneak into the playoffs some of those years. The question is, was Mario Cristobal running away from a fight? Was he running away from Lincoln Riley, who just went to USC? Was he avoiding the recruiting battle? Was he scared that Lincoln Riley was going to come over and take over the Pac-12? I like Mario Cristobal. Well, I think he's a good coach, I should say. But I think he's a bum. I think he just ruined potentially just ruined his professional career i understand it like i said from a personal standpoint you want to go coach for your hometown team i'm not mad at that i just think he's professionally i think he's dumb i think it was a bad decision for his career obviously miami is an illustrious job 20 years ago was an illustrious job it's not anymore It's a poverty program. I don't know what you want me to say. They play in the ACC one of the worst conferences in football and they don't even win anything. They don't even compete for the ACC championship. And they haven't in a while. They're supposed to be good this year. Nope. Oh, maybe they'll be good. No. Oh, but they got to go recruiting. No. They just don't. I don't know what to say. Personally, you know, if you, you know, no personal ties to either school, if you give me a chance to choose between Oregon or Miami, Florida, at the moment, I'm taking Oregon all day. All day. That's just me. Personal opinion Mario Cristobal, I think you made a mistake. So, congratulations, Mario Cristobal. You're making your first and hopefully your last appearance. As Just Sports Podcast Bum of the Week. Congratulations. That's all I have to say for today. That's all I have to say for today. This has been episode 49 of the Just Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Will Gardner. Thank you all for listening. Thank you. Make sure you go follow us on Instagram at Just Sports Pod. We're posting some cool stuff on there. Make sure you go listen to the last episode. Like I said, I really did enjoy that episode. I think it's one of our best. Episode forty eight, hail to the victors! Make sure you listen to that. And I didn't, I did not just say hail to the victors. I, that's that's the title of the podcast episode. Just so you know, go green forever. Tuck coming. Make sure you follow us on TikTok. Uh, just at just sports pod. I believe that's the tag. If you look it up, you'll see it. And just uh, just be on the lookout because we're getting that interesting season it's going to be some playoffs coming up so we've got some exciting exciting stuff maybe some live in person things as well so make sure you are on the lookout for that i just want to thank you all for listening this is your host will gardner signing off